Before we get started with today's episode, I wanted just to mention one thing. If you've been listening to the Design Doctor podcast and you're enjoying it, take just a second and leave a rating and review. Thanks, and let's get to the episode. Hey, you're listening to the Design Doctor podcast, where we diagnose design drama and talk about how to decorate, remodel, or build a home without losing your mind. I'm your host, Krisha Palmer, medical doctor turned interior designer and life coach. So come on in and have a seat. Let's talk. Hey friends, welcome to the podcast. I was just sitting here thinking about this time back in residency. I was a pediatric resident and my husband was an emergency medicine resident. And we had just purchased our first home, a little 1200 square foot bungalow in Little Rock, Arkansas. And we decided that the kitchen needed some updating. And because we were in residency on a resident's salary, we didn't have a lot of money to spend. And honestly, we did not have a lot of time. But despite that fact, we decided to DIY it. And one of the things that we did ourselves in the kitchen was to retile the floor. So we had never done this before. We basically watched YouTube, read online, rented a wet saw, and went to work. <laughs> it took a long time, and it turned out okay, although there were some issues that really, really bothered us later on. I'll get more into that in just a minute. But it's funny because now, 22-ish years later, we don't DIY much of anything. <laughs> Life has really changed. Our priorities are different, and our time is used in different ways. And so I was thinking about this. A lot of people do like to DIY things for various reasons. Either they really enjoy it or it can save you money. But is that always a good idea? So that's what we're going to talk about today. DIY versus hiring some. When should you do it yourself and when should you hire a professional? So we're going to first start out by talking about the good and the not so good about DIY. Then we're going to move on to how do you decide? What criteria can you use? What kinds of things can you think about to make that decision about a certain project, whether or not you want to hire someone or whether or not you want to do it yourself? And then last, we're going to talk about a few DIY projects that I recommend avoiding. All right, so let's get started. First, let's talk about some benefits, some good things about doing it yourself. We see all of the shows on HGTV. <laughs> Back when my husband and I first decided to do our kitchen floor, we were really into trading spaces and all of the DIY HGTV shows. They make it look so easy and they make it look like it doesn't take much time at all. But the reality is very different. So let's talk about the benefits of doing things DIY. So number one, I think it can be a good outlet if you really enjoy that type of thing. So there are people that hate doing that sort of thing, hate working with their hands. And there are people that get a lot of fulfillment and enjoyment out of it. I actually really enjoy hands-on projects like this. And this is one of the main reasons why for a long time, like in medical school and residency and even in early fellowship, I would do a lot of things myself. So we did tile the kitchen floor. 
I would always do the painting myself. I would just turn on some music, zone out, paint a room. It was fun. My husband uh, had a friend that helped him build a deck onto the back of that little 1,200 square foot bungalow. That was actually a really big project. And then we had a friend that helped us install a countertop. So one of the reasons that I did those things is because I enjoyed it. So it can be a good outlet. That's definitely a benefit if you're a person that that is similar. If you have the time and you enjoy it, I think that it can be a good thing. Let's talk about the not so good though. (laughs) It is time consuming. So like I said, the, the shows on HGTV make it look like it's really simple and easy and quick. The reality of it is, is that once you're knee deep in a wet saw and tile and grout, It's very time consuming. It can be very messy depending on the project that you're doing. Even something as simple as painting a room can be a full day's project. And at the end of the day, typically I'd be like, I'm never doing this again, but then I would. The other thing that's not so good is it can be dangerous. Okay. So especially with like electrical work, plumbing work, I have a funny story. When um, we were early in our marriage, my husband would change out our light fixtures. Just looked at a YouTube video and he would change those out. He was never fully comfortable with it though. And one time he replaced a ceiling fan. And later that day, I noticed that I smelled something a little weird. It smelled like something was burning. So we searched the entire house, could not find anything that was on fire, but we did notice that the smell seemed to be coming from the room where he had just installed the ceiling fan. So we had to call the fire department (laughs) and we told the fire department, this is not an emergency. I didn't know much about fire and fire codes back then. I was like, this is not an emergency. We just smell, we smell smoke, but we can't tell where it's coming from. So it's not, you know, no big deal. And here, you know, within five minutes, the fire department The big fire engine with the sirens on comes down our street, pulls up in our driveway and runs in. And what had happened was my husband had installed the ceiling fan incorrectly, which could have potentially been extremely dangerous. Uh, After that, he decided he was never going to do mess with electrical again. Um, The only good thing that came out of that little incident was our boys at the time were really young and they actually just happened to have on firemen pajamas and they were so excited that they ran out and got to see the firemen. Another thing to consider that's not so good about DIY is because you don't do it all the time and you're not in practice, there will likely be mistakes and a lot of those mistakes will cost extra time and money. And the fourth thing is that you'll often end up with imperfections. An example of this is when we did tile that kitchen floor, we did everything we could to keep it level, but there was one tile, just that one tile in the center of the room that was probably maybe a quarter of an inch higher than the other tiles because of the amount of grout that we had used underneath the tile. So it could potentially could have been a tripping hazard, but it just bothered us every time we walked in there. That is what we noticed. So expecting that to happen when you're doing it yourself and you haven't had a lot of experience could be a definite drawback. So that's the good and the not so good about DIY. Let's move on to how do you decide if you want to DIY it or if you want to hire a professional. So first, I would just really 
critically evaluate the scope of the project. Do you really think you're up for it? So there are all kinds of projects. I mean, there are really simple things like changing cabinet hardware or changing door hardware. There's painting, there's installing light fixtures, laying tile, installing wallpaper. So ask yourself, do you think you have the skills And if you don't, are you willing to spend the time and effort it would take to develop those skills and be really honest with yourself? Sometimes I think we get into this mindset where, well, how hard could it be, right? How hard could it be? What we're overlooking when we think that way is that professionals that do this on a daily basis have a lot of practice. And for a lot of these DIY projects or a lot of these home projects, I should say, they actually take a lot of skill and practice. If you think about installing tile, I've seen some really, really bad tile installations, even from professionals. So that is something that you're not going to really be good at unless you do it all the time. So really evaluate the scope of the project. Number two, ask yourself, what's my motivation? Do I want to do it because I enjoy it and it's fun? So for example, for me painting a room, sometimes I'll hire it out. Sometimes I'll do it myself just because I want to. I want to spend my Saturday now listening to a podcast, listening to music, zoning out and just painting the room. So is that your motivation or are you primarily doing it to save money? I'm going to talk more about that in just a second. So be honest with yourself about the scope of the project and what's your motivation for considering doing it yourself. Third thing is to think about your time. How much is it worth to you and do the math? I think this is the step that's probably the most important and the one that most people overlook and don't think about. So they think I can save a thousand dollars by doing it myself. But I would always question that. Are you really saving $1,000 when you consider the time you're putting into it and the potential extra cost of having to fix mistakes? Also considering the cost of materials and tools that you'll need. So it's only really worth it if your time investment doesn't outweigh the money that you'll save. So you don't want to spend months on a project that someone who is a professional could finish in a day or two, especially if it's only saving you a few hundred dollars. But time is much harder to estimate than cost. So I would ask yourself, how much would it cost for a professional to do this? Then how much are my materials going to cost, including any special tools that you'll need? How long it's going to take? And then how much are you going to save per hour? What is your time worth? So when you sit down and calculate how much it's going to cost you and how many hours, how much are you really saving? So you'll want to take however much money you're going to save and divide it by the amount of time it's going to take. That will give you how much you'll save per hour by doing it yourself. So this is basically the payment that you're paying yourself to do the job. And then ask yourself if somebody else wanted to hire me for $25 an hour to install my own wallpaper, would I say yes? Because sometimes that's what it comes down to when you really consider all of the factors that go into a project. Are you willing to work for that amount of money? And if your answer is yes, then go for it. If no, then I would definitely hire a professional. I sometimes see people online that have done their own project and they're like, look, I saved $500 by installing my own wallpaper, for example. 
if it's just a super small space. And that's great. But then when you go back and question them more, there are a few areas that aren't lined up that they're not really pleased with just because they don't do it all the time. And then when you ask them how long it took, it took, you know, two solid days, you know, let's just say 16 hours to install it. Okay, so when you consider that, they're actually working for $31.25 an hour. So if your neighbor came to you and asked, will you come install my powder room wallpaper and I'll pay you 30 bucks an hour, would you do it? Of course not, right? So why would you take that responsibility on to yourself? And the only reason, I mean, you totally can if you want to and you enjoy it. That's a totally different story. But if you're only doing it to save money, really do the math and make sure it's worth your time. Would you rather have that time either to work at your job and make more money or spend that time with your family? Relax, take care of yourself. I would, I would do that before I would install wallpaper for $30 an hour. And then the last thing, to consider when you're making your decision is, are you willing to live with imperfections? Because most likely, since you're not a professional and you're not in practice and doing it every day, there are going to be little things that aren't perfect, like the wallpaper that's not exactly lined up, or maybe there's a, a tiny little gap in one of the seams. Or with tile installation in particular, Maybe not all the tiles are perfectly level, or maybe one of the grout lines is a little thicker than the other. Are you willing to live with those imperfections? And are you willing to pay extra to have mistakes fixed, either by you or a professional? Because once you get knee deep into a complex project, there are likely to be some mistakes that need to be fixed. All right, so we've talked about the good and the not so good of DIY projects, how you can decide whether or not you want to tackle a project. And then last, let's just talk for a few minutes about what DIY projects I recommend avoiding. Now, this is just my opinion based on my experience as an interior designer. So I think it's usually best to avoid any specialty tasks that requires a license, like plumbing and electrical work. Now, I know there are some of you out there who enjoy this type of work and you've done a lot of it. I think that's a little different. A client that I'm working with right now has a lot of experience with real estate flipping, they do a lot of their own work. They know exactly what they're doing because they've taken the time to truly learn it and they've done it a lot. That's totally different than, for example, if I decided tomorrow I was going to watch YouTube and do some electrical work. Totally different. So if you're like me, I would avoid it. <laughs> Any specialty task that requires a license. The other thing I would recommend avoiding is tile installation. Really good tile installation is extremely time consuming and tedious and you get good at it by doing it a lot. And that's not an opportunity that most of us have. We're not laying tile all day, every day. So I would definitely hire a professional to install tile. The other thing I would hire a professional for is wallpaper installation. Now, there are people that enjoy doing this work and they've taken a lot of time to learn how to do it and they've practiced a lot and gotten good at it. If you're one of those people, go for it. But for the novice, wallpaper installation is probably not a project that I would recommend doing on your own if you don't have any experience. 
wallpaper is expensive and if there are any imperfections in the paper or if you have difficulty lining up the patterns and, and making sure there are no gaps, you're not going to be happy with the finished result and you'll wish that you had hired a professional. And then, of course, more complex problems like cabinet construction, cabinet and countertop installation. Unless you're extremely handy and you have experience with this, I would leave those to the professionals as well. And one thing I want to kind of, a thought that I want to kind of wrap up with is something that I've been thinking about, especially when my husband and I went through our more recent um, primary bathroom remodel is there are professionals who are experts at doing all of these things. And I think often it's easy as a homeowner to think, well, how hard could it be? Right? All I have to do is watch YouTube, look it up. And for some simple things that definitely may be the case, but I think often it's we underestimate the craftsmanship that it takes to do a lot of these projects well. And so as I saw the subcontractors come in to lay the tile and to install the countertops and to make sure the mirrors and the sconces were exactly in the right place, I appreciate their expertise. I appreciate their craftsmanship and their experience. And I value that. And that is something that I'm very willing to pay for. And I've decided that I'll stick to painting when I feel like it, changing the cabinet hardware, and installing wall art. I'm good at that. I can do that. That's my zone. And everything else I'm hiring a professional for. But whether or not, wherever you're at, whatever you feel comfortable with, stop and think about these things when you're deciding whether or not to DIY your next project. Okay, well, that's all I have for you today. I hope you have a great rest of your week and I will see you on the next episode. If you're a woman physician who loves all things design and decorating, be sure to check out my private Facebook group, House Calls for Physicians, or you can visit my website at www.housecallsforphysicians.com.